You're listening to Super Cal- Super whatever the infernal thing is. Super Califragilistic Awesome Disney Podcast. Each week, we're going to talk about three things. In Main Street USA, we'll talk about the latest Disney news. A princess must be knowledgeable about her kingdom. In Tomorrowland, we'll talk about the things we're looking forward to. And yet change mocks us with her beauty. And World Showcase is dedicated to our favorite Disney adventures. Talk about myself because if you are, I will gladly do so in song form. So let's get this show on the road. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. Hey, everybody, welcome to this week's show. <laughs> this is Chris, and I'm Kelly. Okay, so uh, thanks for joining us. Um, just like last week, uh, we got a note about Patreon. Yeah, just a couple of really quick reminders. Um, so the Patreon page is up and running. Um, as a reminder, you can join now for um, as little as $3 a month, and you'll be a founding member. Your membership fee will never go up, and you will always get top-tier benefits. Because we're going to blow up. <laughs> You're going to want to be in there. <laughs> <laughs> And what about Where Is It Wednesday? <laughs> yes, so we will be drawing our first winner for Where Is It Wednesday tomorrow. Remember, that contest Oop. happens on Instagram. So join us on the Insta, um, and we will be drawing the winner. And then on Wednesday, we will launch the September contest. Yes. So, so and, if you, and if you don't win the prize tomorrow, yep. you're still in the running for the annual prize that will be drawn at the end of our year right i'm doing these absolutely and so, that's been a fun time yeah, so enjoyed that yes okay so some entertainment news first a correction from last week we talked about the owl house which was uh celebrating their first uh bisexual lead character in a in a cartoon mm-hmm. show i said that it was on disney plus it's not actually on disney plus it's on the disney channel so wherever you can get the disney channel right you can uh check out the owl house uh, Raya and the Last Dragon announced a new lead for their uh, lead actress for their lead character, Raya. Okay. Um, it had originally been Cassie Steele. That's what they announced last year at D23. Um, no real reason why she's not the lead anymore, um, but super excited about uh, Kelly uh, Marie Tran, who's been cast as the lead role. Uh, she is famous for playing Rose in a couple of the most recent Star Wars movies. She sort of had a thing for Finn in the Star Wars movies. Loved her character. Okay. Love her. She's fantastic, and she deserves it. She caught a lot of crap from, like, internet trolls on Instagram for for being, I don't know, they didn't like her in Star Wars, and huh. so that's garbage. So remind us again, though, that this Raya movie was supposed to be based in South, Southeast, Southeast Asia. Asia. Yeah. Right. And, and so, so she's Vietnamese. She's Vietnamese, so mm-hmm. great casting. Yep, yep. Okay. And Aquafina is going to play Sisu. Uh, she's a dragon trapped in human form who needs Raya's help. And restoring her to her full power as a true dragon. All right. So that's the that that's fun. the story there. Yeah. Yeah. It wouldn't be a Main Street uh, segment if we didn't have something about Mulan. So <laughs> I think I'm going to make that on purpose. I'm going to try to come up with a Mulan every week now. But uh, they announced that in December, if you don't want to pay the money on Friday, right. in like just a few days, it streams on uh, Disney Plus. If you don't want to pay the money, it'll hit Disney Plus for free in December. Right, I saw that. Yeah. yeah. Um, just as a heads up, I'm going to do something really fun with the intros for September in honor of Mulan. So you don't have to mention her in okay. all the new segments. Good. She's going to be there. Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> okay. Uh, Haunted Mansion is getting a new live action movie. So interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I think they listened to your segment last week. Hmm. Uh, 
Because the first one was not that great. It was not that great. Um, so this one is um, very early production. Uh, Katie Depold, I don't know if I'm saying that name right, is set to write the story. She has written for Parks and Recreation. She wrote The Heat. Remember The Heat with uh, Melissa yeah. McCarthy and Sandra Bullock? Uh-huh. Um, and she also wrote the Ghostbusters, the all-female cast Ghostbusters movie. Okay. So she's gonna she's on to write the new Haunted Mansion movie. Uh, okay. It'll be produced by the guys um, Dan Lin and Jonathan Eyrick, who did Aladdin, the live-action Aladdin. Okay. Okay, so in the parks... The booths that we mentioned from the festival that were not open, they're open, are now open. Yes, that's all. So the uh, the food and wine festival has now opened up the Alps booth. Mm-hmm. Some of the wait. stuff looks great. Yes, the pictures I've seen. This. Yes. So these guys specialize in Swiss cheese raclettes. Do you know what a raclette is? I don't, but it sounds great. This is like, like is that taking, a rack of Swiss cheese? This is taking like basically a wheel of cheese that's been cut in half. Mm. And hun- holding it directly under a really smoking hot heat source, mm. and it just—it literally just melts the top layer of the cheese wheel. Yeah. And then they pull it out, and then and they just use a knife to scrape that top layer of toasty charred cheese right off onto whatever they're serving it on, and it's usually like um, don't say baby, meat, don't say meat, don't no, say baby meat. potatoes. Okay. Baby potatoes, <laughs> and it, and they serve it with like um, cornichons, which are like pickles and baguettes. I'm for it. Yeah. They also have a version with ham, but of course they do. <laughs> they also have a blueberry almond frangipan tart and some frozen rosé there. Man, the frosé is huge. Yeah, it is. <laughs> uh, Spain is the other is the other one. They have a yeah. cup that's like a charcuterie cup. I saw that. But yeah. what I'm really most excited about there is the paella. They serve uh, uh, oh, paella nice. with chorizo and shrimp. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Really excited about that. Okay, the Yacht Club is officially open okay. um, for guests to go stay there. That's always been one of our favorite places. We, we love loved the Yacht Club. The Yacht Club. Um, just like everything else, not quite everything is open at the resort. Mm-hmm. Um, you can still get to you, – you can go – Get reservations at the Beaches and Cream Soda Shop. Um, it's a limited menu, though, as well. It's I a saw. limited menu, yeah. but it, it is just about everywhere right now. Mm-hmm. Um, they they suggest reservations there, but you they do have a walk up window to get ice cream there. Okay. Uh, that's where they have the kitchen sink Sunday. Right. Ale and Compass is open for lunch and dinner. The Ale and Compass Lounge is open from four to eleven, and Hurricane Hannah's Waterside Bar. Okay. Uh, fall decor and goodies has hit the parks. As I saw so that. really excited about that. That's exciting. Um, and, you know, unless you've been hiding out somewhere, you've probably heard that um, we lost Chadwick Boseman this weekend. Right. Um, and it's, uh, you know, just an amazing actor. He helped us relate to larger-than-life figures like Jackie Robinson and Thurgood Marshall. Uh, of course, he brought us all the Black Panther which really impacted the world in ways that uh, a single movie really isn't expected to impact us, right? Uh, Especially a superhero movie. (laughs) I know. Right? So, yeah, like everyone else, we grieve for his family and friends, and frankly, we grieve for all of us that won't get to see what this young guy was going to be doing in the future, you know? Um, At SCF ADP here, we feel a special kinship to Mr. Bozeman because yeah. he's from our home state of South Carolina. Yeah. Uh, he's he's a proud sandlapper. He yeah. actually grew up in Anderson where yeah, you grew I, up, Yeah, right? I was in Anderson County. He went to T.L. Hannah High School. 
Um, they were in our district. Yeah, so you guys, you guys played T.O. Hannah. <laughs> we played T.O. Hannah. Um, they were significantly and larger And you were the same age. Us. Oh, my goodness. We were exactly the same age. <laughs> he was in school when you were, probably. <gasps> wow. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, yeah. No. So, yeah, no. It's it's crazy to think that he's from Anderson, South Carolina. So, just to honor Mr. Bozeman's life and legacy, we have donated uh, some money to the Colorectal Cancer Alliance um, and Black Lives Matter. Two things that were very important to him. Yes. Um, And so if you'd like to join us in that effort, um, we will post links to both those organizations where you can donate uh, in in our show notes. Yes, absolutely. Okay. And so that's really our Main Street USA for this week. Excellent. Well, I'm super excited about Tomorrowland, so we can hit that. Let's rock it. Um, Can I just say, though, first of all, you didn't comment on my ears. Man, and I should have, too. I'm, I'm a wretch. I don't know what to tell you. They're smoking, though. They're good, they right? Are. <laughs> so, Minnie has launched um, a line, uh, specific Minnie Mouse ears that are ride-specific. And so, these are the Enchanted Tiki Room ears. Um, and I don't want to downplay you in your classic Mickey T. You also look fantastic. Um, but so, Minnie has launched these. She's got lounge fly bags. She's got, you know, other <laughs> other types of purses. What I love is that the, the headband is like, looks like it's made out of hemp or something. Yeah. It's awesome. She's got stuffies. She's got ears. And so, I got these online this past week. Um, and you can't, they wouldn't let me get like more than one. So, they had Dumbo. They had Haunted Mansion. I mean, you have no idea how close I came to buy in $60 Haunted Mansion ears on eBay. Um, I've really bought into the well, ear thing since we have launched the pod. And, well, I um, love it. I know. So I was glad that I snagged these, but from what I hear at the parks, they're going like just, hotcakes. Just like hotcakes. Yes, absolutely. Well, anyway. I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to make a note for next week. I won't forget ears. that next week. Thank ears, you. I, th- I put so much you put a lot of effort into, into it. selecting the ears. I know you do. I know you do. Okay, so um, so we're going to jump into Tomorrowland, which I am excited about this week. So it wasn't my initial plan, uh, but once I started digging into it, I I really want to do this. So as a reminder, the Tomorrowland segment is things we have not done at Disney, but we want to. Um, and so we have talked about this, about doing like a um, a nighttime um, event at Animal Kingdom. So Animal Kingdom has some things like they have a Harambe market thing. Yep, it's yep. called uh, Circle of Flavors. It's based off the Lion King and around like five animals. It's a progressive dinner um, that moves from the train station to Rafiki's Planet Watch and ends at Harambe Market. Oh, interesting! And at each place, there's like small bites and different drinks. This is at night. This at is the Animal at night. Kingdom. This is at night at Animal Kingdom. Um, it's $199 for adults, $99 for kids. So it's not a cheap thing. But what I will say is, I mean, you get a significant amount of food here. I mean, okay. you're eating. So you're eating at each location. When you come back to Harambe Market, they basically have a little meal for each of the five animals. Wow. Which is kind of interesting. It is interesting. So originally I was going to go there, but then I thought, you know, I don't, I wasn't feeling that. I just wasn't feeling it, but I still want to do some kind of a nighttime thing at Animal Kingdom. Yeah, I think that's cool. So they have another one that I've decided we need to do. Okay. And it's called Savor the Savannah, an evening safari experience. Oh, I'm feeling that. Right? Okay. So here's a great thing about it. First of all, it's 169. You have the children have to be at least 8 year old to go. Okay. So they advertise it as being for tweens, teens and adults. 
Right, so we're not talking about the smaller children. Um, they're not passing out bags with apple slices. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, one thing that I didn't realize on um, uh, on these little tours is DVC members, annual pass holders, and Visa credit card holders often get 15% off on these tours. Um, last year, DVC members in um, February and March got 30% off of this Savor the Savannah tour. Oh, no. Yes. So that's, that that did me nice. there yeah. this coming February and March if they did that. Uh-huh. So here's the cool part about it is you're in a different type of uh, van or truck, whatever you want to call it. Other than the regular Kilimanjaro Other than the safari. regular Kilimanjaro safaris, you're not sitting in rows. You're sitting almost in like a U-shape, sort of like the Jungle Cruise, uh-huh. but without the big stuff in the middle. Now, what people say is it's actually harder to sit that way, it's a rougher ride. Uh, um, and if you get even a little bit car sick, don't go on don't it. Don't do it. Because okay. you're not facing forward and it's bumpy and all that kind of stuff. But the cool part is you don't board where everybody else boards. You board separately. And they take you on a different tour through the savannah. Um, you have a tour guide in the back with you. So there's a driver and then there's a tour guide. And he asks, what do you want to see? And he can lean through the window and tell the guy, go left up here, go right up here. We need to go see blah, blah, blah. We need to go see blah, blah, blah. So it truly is sort of a personalized experience. Sounds really cool. So a lot of the videos that I watched online showed um, the truck that, you know, you're in for the saver of the savannah. Um and, and you can see all of the typical Kilimanjaro safaris um, trucks going by, right? So you're going on a, on a slower trip, and you're not on that same road. You're not road on that same road. You're... That they're all on, right. And so you get to see sort of different things, a different perspective than the Kilimanjaro safaris tour. Yeah. But also, you get to speak to one of the animal keepers, so it's built in as part of the tour. Um, they drive up, and you get to see the animal, the the keeper feeding the animal, oh, no and kidding. then you can ask the keeper as many questions as you want. And so, one of the videos I watched, um, the keeper was feeding the giraffe, and she was talking about this is a girl. Her name is Lucy. Over here is Ben. He's you know our big guy. Back there <laughs> is so and so. He's four years old. He could get to be up to nineteen feet tall. How how, how long is this tour? It's, it's long. It's significant. So it looks like a lot of them leave around four. And when they come back, it's about sunset. Now, of course, that's different. But if you're thinking, you know, March or whatever, the sun would set by six. Yeah. Six-ish. So anyway, so yeah, so it's a pretty significant tour. Yeah. I mean, I would say they spent 20 minutes there talking to the animal keeper. And wow. she was phenomenal. And, and she's not the only one. Like, other people have done reviews saying talking to the keeper was just amazing with so much information. Then they take you to this little covered area called Boma. Now, I've seen this. Oh, this is a restaurant at one of the resorts. No, they call this the most... Ex- no, it's not. Okay. But they call this the most exclusive restaurant on Disney property. Oh, wow. So, I know what you're thinking, but this is just a covered shelter. Okay. Okay, not a full restaurant. So, this is a covered shelter with two restrooms, tables, chairs, a bar. And so, when you pull up, the, the truck stops, everybody gets off. And you go in, have drinks, you know, wine, beer, water, juice, whatever. And they've got a buffet of food sitting out. Now, it's not like a full meal. But some of the stuff that I saw, um, grapes, shrimp, huge shrimp, 
tons of cheeses, like really big, huge cheese wedges. <laughs> you know, I zoomed you in love, on that. Love a cheese. Um, nuts, prosciutto, edamame, beautiful desserts, pitas, breadsticks. Um, and one reviewer said that cast members had options or answers for any food needs, any food allergy, oh, any food good. needs or whatever. So I wouldn't call it a massive buffet, but I would call it a really nice leisurely stop where you're basically just enjoying a glass of wine and some cheese in the, savannah. in the middle of the savannah and you can still see animals like going by this is kind of why we've always talked about staying at animal kingdom lodge or wilderness lodge or whichever one of them is you get to see the savannah from yeah, the yeah 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 uh, it's the animal kingdom yeah uh, resorts because the those. idea is you get to see the savannah like during yeah, yeah. When, Dur- during when, the evening time when you might. Right. Nor- when they say the animals are more right. active. And there's kind of a little walkway you can go down to see some of the other parts of the savanna or whatever. It just looks very relaxing. That is really cool. I had no idea about this. I know. So let me tell you, I'm going to read a little bit about what's on the Disney website. It says, you get special access to the savannah. Your safari begins with a journey deep into the heart of the Harambe Wildlife Reserve. As the evening awakens, you'll soon find yourself within one of the most secluded and breathtaking private viewing areas the savannah has to offer. And so the guide walks you through everything. Um, It's just amazing I, what I can't what all I, you get to see. We've got to do it. And it seems so relaxed. Yeah. And that's what I think spoke to me. Because you run through the parks. You do. And so you and I talked about next time not doing that, just eating our way through the park, specifically at Animal mm-hmm. Kingdom, which is a much more relaxing thing. And if we were to do that, then we could do this. Yeah. And it's not a massive dinner. Right. Well, and, you know, on the Kilimanjaro Safari ride, you're you're going through the savannah pretty quick. I mean, pretty and, fast. and so it's like, look over here. So there's you some can, they'll, they'll barely stop. Yeah, for look a over photo. here for yes. that cow with the enormous yes. longhorns. Yes, no, here they they absolutely come to a full and complete stop as many times as you want to take pictures. That's awesome. Yes, no, it's just it it looks like, and they advertise it as an adult thing. Okay, that it's a way to get away from the hustle and bustle of the park. Um, and just kind of have a very chill and, and, and sort of feel like you're in nature, too. Yes. Yeah. I think I would really enjoy just having a glass of wine and some cheese in the savannah. Yes. Right. With a lion? For sure. I, I don't know that I want to have it with <laughs> the lion. <laughs> That's awesome. I think we should do it. Yeah, I'm for it. So it is $169, um, you know, but um, we can look out for some of the discounts. Yeah, for sure. See? I love that. That was awesome. Yeah. So I'm for it. Good job. All right. Take us to World Showcase. You got it. Okay. So World Showcase this week, I decided to go with a movie. I was playing um, uh, sort of Disney Plus Roulette the other night, <laughs> and I landed on <laughs> what happens to be probably my favorite Pixar movie, okay. Wally. Oh, I, I struggle to watch Wally. <laughs> Do you? So sad. It's not. There's Wally, way sadder. Wally, he he doesn't even speak, and he makes me want to cry. I know. Isn't that something? It's amazing <laughs> how they do that. <laughs> this was um this was the ninth. By the way, a lot of the information I got from this, all the information I got came from fandom.com, the Disney wiki there. Okay. Um, we'll have the links on the show notes. This is the ninth film in the Pixar world. It, w- it came out in 2008. It was written and directed by Andrew Stanton. Um, 
he did Finding Nemo. So, you know, he's doing all right. Yeah, I know. He's doing, he's doing pretty well. Pretty decent career. Yeah. <laughs> I think he's going to go. He's going to do okay. He should be fine. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> I feel like it's like this really underrated film in the Pixar world. Um, but I'm not, apparently I'm not right about that. Uh, it won an Oscar for like best animated feature that year. It was up yeah. for like five, four or five other Oscars yeah. for various things, sound effects and whatnot. Yeah. So, um, I decided, you know, no, this thing is underrated. I'm, I'm committed to this being underrated. It's definitely underrated in the parks. You don't see that's, a lot of Wally merch. That's exactly where I ended up going. Because yeah. I looked for proof online. No Wally ride. I said, rank the Pixar movies. I Googled rank that. Vulture.com actually ranked all 22 movies. And Wally was their number one movie. <laughs> So I, it is a great movie. Yeah, and Rotten Tomatoes actually had it number twelve, but even at number twelve, it had a ninety five percent approval on on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, no, it's so the Pixar movies just do really well there. They do, yeah. Um, so I think I came back to well, maybe it's just lack of representation in the parks. That's maybe that's why I think it's underrated. Mm-hmm. Um, and sure enough, Toy Story has an entire land. Cars has an entire land at, at California Adventure. Uh, Merida, we see a lot. She's got a, even a showcase now in the Cavalcades. Uh, we saw Joy from Inside Out, Frolicking at Epcot. How, how would you merch Wally? It's hard. Trash? It's hard. Here, here's a ride where you get to stack up little blocks of trash. I mean, the how living, do you merch that? Yeah, the Living Seas got rebranded as Nemo. Incredibles have an awesome coaster. Ratatouille's got rides. Bugs Life and Mike and Sully all have attractions. Wally and Eve do make an appearance at the World of Color show out in Disneyland. Mm. Um, and apparently they used to have an animatronic Wally that would run around the parks. Oh, now see, that would be but cute. But he was really heavy, and they were worried about him running over people's feet. I'm not joking. Aww. So, uh, <laughs> so I think this is one of the most original films Pixar or Disney has ever put out. I mean, there's no dialogue for like the first half hour. And by the end of the first half hour, mm-hmm. you're just in love with this little Aww. robot guy. So yes. so let's talk about what, it's, assuming that there's somebody out there who has not seen Wally or mm-hmm. is just, you know, it's just not their thing. This movie is set many, many years into the future. And basically through mass consumerism, we destroyed the earth with trash and waste. If only we could. How many years have, into the could future? Could we have seen that coming? I don't know how many years into the future it really You're talking is. Twenty twenty. It might be twenty twenty one. Might be a couple of years from now. I mean, we've There's still got a company, couple of months left to destroy the world in twenty twenty. Right. Uh, by and large, is the is this mega company in this in this setting that has basically privatized the entire world, all governments, everything. Basically, the CEO of the company is runs the Earth. Humans uh, have been asked to leave the Earth. While by and large tries to clean it up, and they use these little robots like Wally to clean it up. Um, humans are supposed to be on these awesome luxury, they're like luxury liner cruise ships, except in space mm-hmm. for just a few years while they clean up the earth and then they come back. But what they don't realize is that we don't find out till later in the movie is that the company has said, as a secret directive, you can never come back to earth. It's just. It's a lost cause. You can never come back. But no, none of the humans on the ship realize that. Mm. So, fun fact, that secret directive is labeled A113, uh, A113, which is the uh, it's the classroom that a lot of the Pixar yeah. artists used to uh-huh. uh, learn in back at CalArts. Um, so, the humans end up living the sweet life on this luxury yacht for over 700 years. They were only supposed to be gone for a few years. Wow. Only Wally is left to clean up. 
the earth. There was actually a lot of him, but he's the only one that we'll say is still working. Oh, yeah. I want to say they all died, but whatever. (laughs) So, Wally's job is to clean up the earth. Wally, by the way, stands for Waste Allocation Load Lifter Earth Class. Okay? He's a boxy little skid steer. He was modeled after an inkjet printer, actually. And his eyes, uh, the... Andy Scranton, the guy that directed it, uh-huh. got the idea. He was at a baseball game. He used a pair of binoculars, and that's where he got the idea for His eyes are amazing. Uh, just so, so that's, impressive. His eyes are what really kills you. So he scoops the trash into his belly. He compacts it into squares, and he builds these mm-hmm. skyscrapers out of it, right? <laughs> his voice uh, came from uh, uh, Ben Burt, who also did the voice for R2-D2. Aww. Yeah. He's really sweet. He collects all these things, right? Rubik's cubes, light bulbs, the things that he doesn't want to trash. Uh, he's got an old VHS video that plays Hello Dolly all the time. <laughs> he's got a little cockroach friend named Hal. Uh, Hal is a throwback. That's, he, he actually doesn't have a name in the movie, but the Pixar team called him Hal. Um, that's a throwback to Hal Roach, who, oh. who, who was the producer <laughs> of Our Gang and the Little Rascals and the Laurel and Hardy movies. Oh. Um, also a throwback to the 2001 A Space Odyssey, the murderous computer, Hal. Um, and then Eve arrives. Eve is yeah. uh, is a is a robot that's designed. Eve stands for, by the way, it's um, Extraterrestrial Vegetation Evaluator. Her job is to come to Earth and look for life forms, look for living plants and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Because if a plant can grow, then Earth can sustain life again. Mm-hmm. And her directive is to find whatever she can find. Take it back to the ship, and the ship will say, Earth can support life again, and it'll bring all the humans back. Okay? But Wally, like, immediately falls in love with her. And because, you know, she's curvy. She's so beautiful. She's very she's, she's very sleek. She is a Mac. She's supposed to be a Mac. And he's, a, he's definitely a PC. a PC. He charges up his batteries by opening mm-hmm. up a solar you know panel, <laughs> and his little charger <laughs> gets full. It's <laughs> really cute. So, um, so... He takes her back to his little home where he's got all of his little knickknacks and things that he's he's collected. Mm-hmm. She scans the plant and immediately shuts down. There's all these cute little scenes of him trying to figure out how to wake her up, but really she's just waiting on her ship now to come and take her back to the right. back to the mothership so that she can save humanity. At this point, we 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 race up to the ship. Wally follows her there up to the luxury liner, and then adventure ensues as Wally is doing everything he can to get Eve to fall in love with him while also helping her fulfill her directive. The ro- There are robots on the ship, though, that don't want them to do that because they've got this secret directive from the company. Right. The interesting thing about this movie is that there are no real antagonists. Mm. Everybody's doing their job. Except, mm, that's interesting. Right? I mean, yeah. even, even the robots on the ship, Otto, who is the robotic steering wheel, Otto, Pilot, Oh, gosh. It's been yep. so long since I watched this movie. I know. I know. He's trying to, you know, keep the humans there because he thinks that they'll die if they go back to Earth. Right. And so we get to see how Wally, what what links Wally will go to to help Eve save humanity. Right. And it's just, I think my favorite scene is this one when they're out in space and, uh, like, because the the robots that are trying to keep the humans there do some pretty terrible things to try to mm-hmm. keep the plant from right. making it. And they kind of shoot Wally out into space and Eve's trying to save him and all this. And they end up doing this space dance thing 
that is just beautiful <laughs> on a screen. I could watch it over and over again. Yeah. You can find that I scene on I YouTube. I love it. They they're flying in and out of the jet mm-hmm. engines of the of the ship, mm-hmm. um, and he's using like a a, a fire extinguisher <laughs> to, to propel himself until he until it runs out of juice, right. and then he's just like he just sort of lets it go and he's just floating <laughs> until Eve catches him. <laughs> I just I love that scene. I love it. Oh, so so cute. this movie I think is is just one of my all-time favorite. I wish they could figure out a way to bring this to the parks. Um, they used to have a, yeah. a robotic trash can named Push that was so much I fun know. to interact with. Yeah. I wish they could figure out a way to do this with Wally. He is just an adorable little guy. And I don't know how they are constantly making these, these what should be inanimate, unlovable-looking things have so much expression and feeling in there. It's amazing. Isn't it? It's so amazing. And that's it. Like That's why I can't watch Wally. Because he just just makes me so sad. He makes me so sad. Well, he shouldn't because he saves all of us. I know, but it's just the same reason I've never watched, um, what's the one with the feelings? Inside Out. Inside Out, yeah. I've never watched it. I've never watched that one too. I'm almost scared to watch that one. I know. But We saw Joy dancing in the grass and I thought, good for her. I love Joy. (laughs) I don't want to see your movie. Hey, Joy. Well, I I love Wally. Wally's... Yeah. One of my favorites. It's a beautiful movie, I think. So Yeah, I don't want to cry <laughs> at, a, at a Disney movie like that. Just... Well, don't watch a Pixar one then. Yeah. That's it. That's my uh, world showcase. That was fantastic. Movie. That's awesome. awesome. Okay, well, that's our show for this week. We hope you all enjoyed it as much as we did. And you know what? If you did enjoy it, and even if you didn't, <laughs> subscribe to us on <laughs> iTunes. Leave us a rating. Leave us a review. Tell us if we're good or bad. It really helps us. It does. And if you're looking for more things Disney, please visit scfadp.com. That's scfadp.com. S for super, C for Cali, F for fragilistic, A for awesome, D for Disney, P for podcast. This week, we're updating our podcast with some transcripts, which, woo, and (laughs) working on some really cool changes on our YouTube page. That's right. Keep an eye out for all of that on our website. Subscribe to our channel on YouTube, SuperCalifragilisticAwesomeDisneyPodcast. Join us also for the daily conversations on Instagram or Twitter. Our handle everywhere is SCFADP. Invite your friends, the more the merrier. Yes, we would love to hear from you. And with that, we hope to see, see you real soon. soon.